Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 68, and it is also our Sunday morning edition. I know Sunday mornings of the podcast have been really fun for me because it's a lot of let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's worship the Father today. Let's worship the risen Savior today. On Sundays around the planet, people of all walks of life are standing up in front of groups of people sharing God's word and the scripture, all scriptures God breathed, and it's being breathed over everyone in those congregations and crowds today. And the enemy hates it and he doesn't like Sundays. That's typically what we talk about on Sunday mornings. But today is extra special because we are in a series of the Songs of Ascent. From Psalm 120 to Psalm 134, there's 15 psalms together that are combined for what we call the Psalms of Ascent. This is what we are walking through together as our spiritual journey, steps that we take in our spiritual journey. The closer we get to the Lord, the more mature we are, and the further we get in our walk. Today, we are actually looking at Psalm 126. This is our seventh episode of the Psalms of Ascent. And so I want to look at this on this wonderful Sunday morning. I want to read these couple of verses to you. It's six short verses, but there is a beautiful challenge at the end of this. The Bible says this in Psalm 126, verse number one. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. That first verse is telling us, the psalmist is saying, when God restored back health, back freedom, to Zion, the people, it was like we were in a dream. It was like not even real. You know, the truth about dreams is you wake up from a dream and you realize it didn't have any effect on your reality, right? The dream was something that was different than the real circumstances around you. However, the people in this psalm said, when God restored the fortunes of Zion, it was like we were in a dream world. But verse number two says this, Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. The truth is God changes our reality. His freedom is real. It's not just this dream world that we live in. It is a true living world that we are in. He changes our reality. And when we recognize that, then our mouth is filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. And listen to what it says, the second half of verse number two. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Do you see this? Even those who weren't of the Lord look in and say, there was something about that God that took care of them. They couldn't do that in their own power. This was the work of the supernatural presence in their life. That's a powerful thing. Whenever our enemies, whenever the world says something is different about that person, something's different about the way they live their life. And then verse number three, the psalmist directs it back and says, you know, we can shout because the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad We are so glad. We don't want just the world to cry out. We want to cry out ourselves. Then verses 4, 5, and 6 say this, Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the streams in the Negev. This is a prayer back to God. God, here's here's our request. Restore what you want to restore. Restoration is taking something old and broken and making it new and wonderful again. That's what our prayer is to God, right? We get to this place. We see from Psalm 125 yesterday that God is surrounding us. He's protecting us, but we don't want just protection in the way we are. We want to grow back into what he wants to make us to be. And then verse number five and six, I believe these two verses give us a picture of what revival looks like. Verse number five says this, those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Are you willing to cry and be broken over those who don't know Jesus yet. 
Are you willing to cry and weep and mourn over the souls that aren't in his family yet? Those who sow in tears, that means lead from a broken heart, share from a broken heart, give everything you've got from a broken heart, because if you do, you shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. This is a beautiful picture of the gospel and evangelism and going and sharing the love of Jesus from a broken heart. I am broken over the people that don't know Jesus yet. I'm broken over the people that aren't in his family yet. And because of that, I need to go out and do the work that I've been called to do. I need to go share the gospel, the good news with everybody around me. If I do that, there is nothing greater than the joy that comes from the Lord whenever someone receives that gift of salvation. I think back to the people I've led to the Lord in the last few months and Every moment that I got a chance to do that, it never got old. It wasn't like just something normal or routine. It was beautiful and amazing. And I got this joy in my heart, this smile over my face. Anytime I was there when someone accepted Jesus as their Savior. Today, know this much. The world that God has called us to, the joy that He gives us may seem like a dream, but it is our reality. And because of that reality... We need to give praise to him and we need to go out and share that so more people can experience this Jesus who saved us. That's where we are in our spiritual journey today. Worship the Lord today with the fellow believers that are around you and your faith family and give it all you've got today. He is worthy.